Hello, and welcome to Global Data Themes Instant Insights. At Global Data, we define a theme as something that keeps a CEO awake at night, as businesses that invest in important themes will succeed, and those that don't will fail. Hello, and welcome to Instant Insights. I'm Emma Taylor, and today I'll be talking to thematic analyst Shabnam Pavez and volunteer healthcare content creator Caleb Ells, following the news that the NHS is now using virtual wards. Thank you both so much for, for joining me today. We'll, we'll start with you, Caleb. What, what exactly are virtual wards and, and how, um, how, new, how new are they? Well, virtual wards are a way of uh, a way of monitoring patients uh, after they've had procedures and after they've been discharged and sometimes even to avoid patients ever having to come into hospital in the first place. And it's done remotely using often using things like um, cameras or blood pressure monitors or heart sensors. So a lot of the equipment is very similar to that which you'd find in hospitals, but it'll, it's often Wi-Fi linked and it'll send that data back to a clinical environment so patients can remain in their own homes without having to stay in or go to hospital in the first place. So uh, this has been particularly used so far in uh, supporting you know, people who are frail, often elderly people or quite often people with uh, acute respiratory problems. And it just helps to reduce or it can help to reduce burden on the healthcare system and the um, amount of spaces filled up on hospital wards. Wow. Um, whilst, you know, on the face of it, that sounds amazing. Is that is this sort of like a particularly new phenomenon? Uh, no. So while this might sound like a new phenomenon, virtual wards have actually been used by the NHS for 10 years. It's just uh, following NHS strain, uptake has since increased. Uh, as of last year, 100,000 patients were actually treated within virtual wards. Oh, wow. And and so what are the actual advantages, like the, the, the detailed advantages of, of virtual wards? Well, some of the advantages are things like uh, it allows patients the chance to recover in the comfort of their own homes without having to remain in hospital, which can be um, sort of both disconcerting, but is also really quite strongly correlated. Long stays in hospital are really strongly correlated with further patient deterioration You know, through things like exposure to um MRSA or other pathogens are found in hospitals um, but it also gives patients the chance to return to an environment where you've got a support network around you both you know family and friends in terms of uh, emotional support but also um, in terms of things like particularly for older patients that opportunities for conversation and uh, interaction which can help to prevent mental deterioration and um, you can sort of stave off or slow down the onset of things like dementia um, they're really useful as well for reducing patients' average hospital stay, readmission rates and A&E attendance, which presents quite a significant advantage to a, to the NHS, which is already under huge strain by increasing uh, bed space and reducing the, um, the sort of burden on healthcare staff. Yeah, of course. I mean, reducing that strain on the NHS is obviously such a high priority at the moment. Uh, why are these not sort of implemented everywhere? What are the... What are the drawbacks, the dangers of, of these virtual wards? So while virtual wards may have a plethora of benefits, there's also several drawbacks associated to them. So, you know, it's absolutely crucial that staff are trained on how to use the new digital technology. For example, how to use, you know, an ECG device that previously was not a remote device. 
So, you know, virtual walls can also mean that doctors do miss out on physical cues of deteriorating physical health. You know, sometimes something as simple as a patient who would usually say hello has just, you know, stopped. Uh, yeah. You know, it could even be, you know, the discoloration of fingertips. It could be really and truly even discoloration of skin. There, there are physical cues that are being missed out here in virtual wards. Not to mention connected remote wearables require internet access with a secure and strong connection. And that's not always the case for everyone. I mean, I, you know, I, I work from home and I know that's surely not the case for me. Patients who have issues with wearable devices may foresee longer response times as well compared to patients with within a clinical setting. Say if a wearable device was to fall off in the shower or, or you know, the, the tape of a wearable device started wearing away, it would take longer to have that resolved as opposed to being in a clinical setting. Yeah, definitely. You can really see how accessibility yeah to to technology could affect it massively what do you think um of the the future of virtual wards will be perhaps as as we get more um access uh, to to technological advancements well i think they're they're sort of bound to inevitably expand partly because um those additional technological advancements make it possible for them to expand but also as there's growing pressure on healthcare services with a growing and an aging population some of those more sort of cost effective alternatives to care are going to be um uh, sort of in- increasingly necessary or at least uh, sort of wanted by healthcare um institutions but i think what's really quite important is that although that expansion seems very likely it should really be done in partnership with both clinicians and patients to make sure that these uh, virtual wards, you know, as, as they come to take the place of more and more in-hospital treatment and care, that they are both safe and effective rather than um, prioritising cost over care, but also ensuring that there's the patient confidence in that care, because otherwise, if it's not clinically efficacious, there's clearly a huge problem there. But if... Um, patients and members of the public don't have faith in that process that could prove a real challenge for um uptake and cooperation with healthcare systems um so i think really getting that getting that patient and clinical faith is one of the biggest challenges in the expansion of virtual wards but if that if that can be done if it can be you know proved both through uh data research and development of of safety but also in terms of communicating to patients what those benefits might be then then virtual wards could be a really powerful tool for future healthcare yeah definitely i think including what you said you know including the patient within the development of the of the technology will be key amazing well thank you so much caleb and shabnam for those instant insights i think that's that's all we have time for but thanks for listening and from us in thematic intelligence see you next time